0: Joy Dooling here, host of the Joy of Membership podcast, and I'd like to officially welcome you to season three of the show. Yes, indeed, season three. In season one, as I was just getting my legs underneath me for this podcasting thing, we had lots of interviews with membership leaders exploring why they're here, how they are being helpful to their audience, and what they've learned along the way. In season two, we explored different care points where what you do and how you do make a difference. And now in season three, with 100 episodes in the rearview mirror, we're embarking on the next leg of our journey together. So that will be our theme for the next 50-ish episodes, your roadmap to growth. Just like a real life road trip where there is an itinerary to plan, things that you need to pack in your suitcase, and adventures both expected and unexpected that come up along the way. The same is true about your road trip to growth. You'll want to plan for growth, pack essential skills to take with you, and address both expected and unexpected adventures along the way. Sound good? Then stick with me as we head into this new theme and new season. wish that there was an actual roadmap to membership growth? Essentially, a guide that would tell you exactly, if you are here, turn left. But if you are over here, it's going to be a right for you. Some of us, like myself, are old enough to remember the days before GPS existed in cars. You couldn't just hop in the car, type in where you wanted to go, and have your car tell you step by step how to get there. We had to do things like look up the address on a computer and print out the pages so that we could read the directions off the paper as we were driving, or use one of those big multi-page atlases that had maps of all the states in it, and then we'd plan out our route from the tiny scribbly lines, or we had to call someone who had been there before so they could verbally walk us through how to get there, and then we had to hope that they hadn't forgotten a step. I actually did a quick Google search as I was working on this week's podcast and I found out that the first GPS units came out in Japan in a 1981 Honda and they were called the Electro-Gyrocator. It's crazy to think that was 40 years ago. My point in saying all of this about the history of GPS is that our ability to see the roads, plan routes, navigate detours, Avoid hazards, and ultimately find the ideal route to our destination has become easier with time. We've gotten there by executing iterations of innovation and leaning a whole lot on technology to help us with the work. By now, you probably see where I'm headed with this analogy. If you're feeling like your organization doesn't yet have a clear roadmap to membership growth, it's not that the road doesn't exist or that the destination isn't reachable but rather you simply don't have what you need yet to be able to see the route with clarity and navigate there with confidence. In this next season of the podcast, officially season three, this is where we're going to focus, the roadmap to growth, with an aim to make the route clearer and the time to destination faster and the hazards along the way, well, less hazardous. I hope you'll plan to stay right here with me as we embark on this journey so that we can experience this together. In thinking about where to begin, I thought that it might make the most sense to give you the highest level view of the map. That way, you'll have some context for the concepts that we'll be talking about as we go forward. If I go back to the travel analogy, imagine that you are taking a cross-country trip from Chicago to San Francisco. When you look at the map, you can see that you'd have to get past Illinois and Iowa and Nebraska and Colorado and Utah and Nevada and California to get to the destination of San Francisco. While there are probably hundreds or thousands of different route configurations that would get you there eventually, no matter what configuration you choose, Ultimately, you have to get past those states if you want to reach the goal of your journey. In membership building, if you ultimately want to get a destination of thriving growth, there are similarly some practices that lie between where you are now and reaching that endpoint. In fact, I've identified nine practices that we'll be talking about this season. When you hear what these nine practices are, You may be compelled to say, but Joy, what about practice X or Y or Z? It is indeed true that far more growth practices exist than these nine, but it's kind of like not having to go through Arizona or Kentucky or South Carolina if I want to get from Chicago to San Francisco. I could take a route that goes through those states, but there's one route through specific states that is going to get me to my San Francisco destination faster. Going even further, there may be some states that have some beautiful roads to travel, but they aren't in the direction that I want to go at all. Including those is just going to add time and cost more because I'll have to put more gas in the tank. What I want to find as a membership builder are the practices that if I put them into place, they're going to take me to growth fastest without all the risky hazards and with the least amount of travel woes. I'll be sharing about all nine practices as we move through this third season, but if you want a handy reference sheet containing all nine, just go to joyofmembership.com roadmap, and you can grab a PDF that shows them all on one page. I'm fairly certain that this is the first time that I've shared these nine practices all together publicly. I've run through them in some speaking engagements and with private clients, but sharing them in a truly public way hasn't happened yet that I can think of. So here goes. This week, I'm going to give you just a little thumbnail sketch of the first three. Then in episode 102, we'll do the next three. And episode 103, we'll cover the final three. So three weeks to cover the nine topics in brief. And then we'll dive deep into the various concepts as we go forward into season three. So the first growth practice is discovery magnets. Every organization needs at least one very effective thing that reliably gets the attention of ideal prospective members. I say thing because a discovery magnet can be different for different organizations. For some organizations, it's a great piece of content, like an industry white paper or a research study that comes out every year. For others, it's an introductory event. It could be a strong referral partnership. You know that you have this growth practice in place when you look at your metrics and say, yep every single month, we have brand new people who are learning about us from this thing, whatever that thing is. Relevance and timeliness are perhaps the two most critical characteristics of a discovery magnet. Whatever it is that you are putting out into the world must be highly relevant and perfectly timed to the members that you want to attract. If you created a big imaginary billboard about it and set it up, along a roadside. Every time one of your ideal members drove by, you'd want to see their head turning to get a better look. And ideally, they're pulling out the highway at the next exit to check out what you've got. The second growth practice is a nurture sequence. When those brand new people find out about you, because you've gotten their attention with your discovery magnet, what happens? For most organizations, these people are just Dropped into the regular mailing list. A nurture sequence is different in that you are intentionally recognizing that this person is brand new to you and you're starting to create a relationship with them. Imagine going to a party where you don't know anybody. You walk in the door, look around the room, and you see everybody kind of spread out around the room. Maybe some are huddled together in circles of conversation, a few are hanging out by the food table or bar. Some are over on the dance floor doing their dance thing. If no one recognizes that you've walked in and they just leave it to you to figure out what to do or who to talk to, there's a good chance that you'll just scan the room and then move on to the party next door. In contrast, consider how different it would be if you went into that same party and someone catches your eye, waves to you across the room, and beckons for you to come on over to join their conversation. A nurture sequence is like that. It's saying, oh, you're new here. Nice to meet you. What brings you here? Who can I introduce you to? And if you're into this particular topic, you might want to be a part of this thing that's coming up. What a nurture sequence is not is just dropping them into your weekly mass mailing. The third growth practice is circle backs for 99.99999%. Of organizations. There are people who have learned about you and maybe they even considered joining. They seem to you like they would be ideal members, yet for some reason they have not joined. Maybe life got busy and they simply didn't take action so the momentum was lost. Maybe you weren't offering exactly what they needed right then, but their circumstances might be different today. Maybe they haven't been given a compelling reason to upgrade into a paid membership level, so they just stay sitting at your free content, your free membership level. Regardless of the reason, these people were once warm contacts for you, but they grow colder and colder and colder as time passes. When you have growth practices in place that include circle backs, you are less likely to see these warm relationships grow cold because you are strategically reconnecting to catch up and reissue an invitation. As a growth opportunity, this is low-hanging fruit, but most organizations have not put this into place and they do not execute consistently. So those are the first three growth practices. Discovery magnets, nurture sequences, and circle backs. Again, if you want to jump ahead to get all nine on a handy reference sheet, I encourage you to get that at joyofmembership.com slash roadmap. I'm intentionally breaking this up across three episodes because I want to invite you to think about what might be possible if you only implemented these three pieces. How might it feel to have a steady flow of new potential members showing up in front of you consistently? Every single month, there'd be new people to start conversations with, new people to dream about the future with, new people who are interested in exactly what you're doing. There's an energy to that. And I don't know about you, but that energy excites me. And I think it would excite your board, your volunteers, even your existing members. And then what if no new lead ever went unnoticed? If all of those new people who are discovering you, actually got really effective follow-up, had their questions answered, their interests noted, and they came to discover why your organization is so special very quickly. It would be pretty cool to have that happen every single time, right? And then finally, what if you could tap into the people who are already sitting on your contact list or who are following you on social media Or who were interested in joining six months ago but didn't, and you could convert even some small percentage of them into being members. That would probably be a nice little boost, right? That's the power of these growth practices. Each is something that your organization could be doing right now consistently effectively, and strategically to move you closer to your destination of a healthy, thriving membership. If any of these struck a chord with you and you'd like to chat about how to put these sorts of practices into place for your organization, let's hop on a call to chat. You can find my calendar at joyofmembership.com consult. I'd be absolutely delighted to learn about your work and see if there's a way that I can help you get to your growth goals faster. So that is going to bring us to a wrap on this week's episode. Like I said at the top of the show, we'll go through the next three growth practices in next week's episode, and then the last three the week after that. So with these three episodes together, you'll have the full picture of the nine growth practices that can make a really big difference for your organization. And the good news is you don't have to implement all nine. You just have to choose one or two to start and put those into place. So I will be back this time next week to share the next set of practices. In the meantime, take care. Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one-page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey, so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than a $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech, joyofmembership.com slash tech, T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.